When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. From the City of Sales North, it's all about the Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Just gone 7.30 here on SENZ. This is Blues Brother Steve Devine in the house. How are you, mate? Oh, very well, thank you. Another great week. Another huge week. Still springing around. It's been a, it's been a good 13 weeks so far. <laughs> so far, so far, so good. Um, we've got Luke Romano coming up on the show shortly, but uh, how are you feeling about this week? Are you nervous at all? Well, it's a semi-final. If you're not nervous, um, you're, you're not doing well. Mm. Um, it's it, yeah, it comes down to um, it just comes down to a one-off game, you know. And uh, you get it wrong on the night, you're going home. So uh, throw the form book out the window. It's uh, it's all about Saturday night. Well, I mean, last year the uh, the Hurricanes made the uh, Super Rugby New Zealand final. Remember against the Blues, which they lost, but they they went all right. I mean. Do you think they're going to turn up and it's going to be closer than people think? Because I think a lot of people think, oh, they, they scraped an eighth, have been rubbish. Blues will smash them by 40. Yeah, listen, I, I don't think it's going to be a 40. Uh, you look at the, the past two games they've played this year, There's, I think it was 11 points and, and seven points. So it, it'll be tight. It's always going to be tight. The, the Highlanders are never going to roll over. Um, it, I, I, I Like I said before, I think it could be one of the greatest rope-a-dopes of all time. They've... They put 60 points on the Western Force, the Highlanders did, and then uh, pretty much assured them, pretty much assured them a place in the finals. And then uh, they've lost two games that they should have won. So mm. I think they've had their mind on other things and maybe they're just playing a rope dope. We'll, um, we'll get everyone's uh, expectations down a little bit and then, and then we'll deliver at Eden Park. Well, that would be classic Tony Brown, wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't it just? Yeah. That's uh, the, the classic Japan ploy, right? The art of war. <laughs> yeah. Sun Tzu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah, but, you know, I, I, the Blues, it's going to be a big ask for them. You, the Blues get it right. They win this every day of the week. Um, they've got a they've got a pretty pretty top shelf um, starting 15 that's mm. refreshed and ready and hopefully ready to rumble. What did you make of uh, the weekend? I mean, they, they sent over, I mean, we had said on the show last week, well, you had said on the show last week, that it'll, it'll be a B team. And then you texted me when the team came out and you went, bloody hell, it's a D team. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the Waratahs at the start of the game were favourites to win it at the TAB. Uh, they, mate, they did amazingly well. They were a, a heap of kids um, who came out and and they defended really well. Um, the first half was a bit scratchy, and um, you know they just they were down to thirteen men at one stage and spent most of the twenty most of the time in their twenty two, and they just they just grounded out. They um, while they had two men off, they got down the other field and kicked a penalty and went to half time at three all uh, three nil. Sorry and. And then they, you know, they got down in the second half. And they just, they just held tight. They just, uh, they were just strong. They were tough on the fence, and you know, they, they, um, they did well for a heap of kids. They, they got it to seventeen all, and and then kicked the field goal to win it. Um, 
but I sort of even towards the later half of the second half, they didn't really. I didn't think they were ever going to lose once they got it back to seventeen all. Was there anybody in that team that played themselves into contention? Um, I think Zahn played all right at the back again. Uh, Romano was was brilliant up front, um, and it was good to have uh, Nepo back. Um, so yeah, there's a few boys there. I think I, I still think out of all the positions, there'll be 14 changes this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the two locks, the two locking positions, are probably the most. Whether they go with Goodhue, uh, just back from injury, and, and Romano, or stick with um, uh, Dario and, and use Tom Robinson in, in the locks. So I, I think, like all year, that's sort of been the most contentious uh, issue with the Blues, who's going to play in that second row. Yeah. Um, do you know if Rico Ioani's fit? He played all of 70, 70 odd, 68 minutes or something last week. So I'd imagine. Rico uh, did. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Akira. Uh, Rico, Rico. I th- I think he might be a week away. I think at a yeah. whim they could probably play him this week, but you give him you give him the week just to just to you have a go for next week. I would imagine Bryce Heeman thirteen then. Is Bryce, I I play Bryce at thirteen this week and just give Rico that one more week. He, he's probably right on the edge. If it was a final, you'd probably give him the go ahead. I'm sure the All Blacks don't want to hear that, but um, <laughs> yeah, they'll probably give him give him give him another week. I imagine. Yeah. Um, and I think what Clark, they said three weeks for Clark mm. as well. So he's probably pretty close this week. They'll Again, they'll probably give him a give him a, an extra week just to make sure. Yeah. So uh, that team, how does, it, how does it look, do you reckon, from 1 to 15? Uh, well, you pick your front row. You can go either one of those four props will, will, can do the job. Uh, Eklund back into hooker. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe a Romano and um, a Goodhue, possibly. Um, like I said, that's probably the hardest one to pick, and then yeah. bring the big boys back in on on the Lucy's Dalton um, Hosking, and you'll play Akira, I'd imagine, uh, slash Robinson, Akira uh, off the bench maybe, and then um, yeah, the the big boys, Christy, roll 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 the big boys, um, yeah. Bowden, Bodie, uh, Roger, Heem, uh, fullback. Perifetta at fullback, and then the wings probably AJ Lamb and uh, Mark Tellia. Yeah, kind of almost picks itself. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty good lineup, right? It's 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 not too far off. You know, you know what's what they'll take through if they if they can keep people on the field for three weeks in a row. Is there anything at the Highlanders in terms of a player that worries you going into this week? Do you think that they need to shut this guy down? Frizzell's back. Uh, so they'll bring him straight back in. So I mean, he he's a big, strong boy, and um, and also Thomas Umanga Jensen. I mean, he's he's the most probably destructive second five in the competition. If they can if they can limit his ball carries, if they can limit his involvement, I, I think they'll go a long way to winning this. Uh, like we said all year, the Blues is all about the speed. Speed of the game wins them this game. Um, if they get that quick ruck ball over the advantage line, they're going to be too hard to stop. And uh, they have to do the job first. They have to do it up front first and win the right to go to go forward easily out to the backs. But speed wins them this match easy. Easy. All right, there you go. It is uh, 7.39 here on SENZ Blues Brothers. When we come back, Luke Romano joins us and we hear from the big man himself. This is SENZ. It is Blues Brothers and the biggest of all the Blues Brothers uh, this season is Luke Romano. G'day, Luke. How are you? Good. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. How how are you adapting to to wearing the blue instead of the the red and black that you know you had on for so long? I I do recall seeing you after that Crusaders game referring to the Blues as them. But have have, have you managed to swing that round yet? Um, <laughs> slipping the tongue there. Yeah, obviously being a Crusader man for so long, it sort of never saw myself playing for another team. But you know, with the way that pro rugby is now, pro sport and you know general. 
you know, people move around and they go where there's opportunity and, you know, they make decisions based on what, you know, best for them in their career. And um, obviously my time had come to an end at the Crusaders and uh, I still felt like I could play at this level and had something to give. And Leon came a knocking and he was very persistent. I turned him down a few times. But then it was all, you know, the decision was based around me and my family and what was best for them. And yeah, so then made the decision to come up and really liked what Leon was saying around where he wanted to take the Blues and their goals and, and their drive. And we've obviously had an awesome season to date, you know, qualified for the playoffs and in that number one spot. So, you know, now we're just looking forward to not undoing all our hard working and obviously making it past the Hollanders this weekend is our main focus. Yeah, mate, you've obviously, uh, you're playing good footy at the ripe age of 36. Do you, have you enjoyed Auckland? Is it, it's obviously a bit of a cultural change from Christchurch, but have you enjoyed being up here? Yeah, it's been good. It's a different environment. Obviously the Blues, you know, they just do things differently. The week structure, the way they train and stuff like that, you know, the change has been really refreshing. Obviously coming out of, you know, Christchurch for all those years you know the structures of the week and stuff like that never really changed much and you know you sort of get into that system and obviously coming up here was a was a big shock to the system but one that I've really enjoyed uh, the boys have been awesome you know I was a little bit worried around how they would welcome me in obviously being the enemy for 12 or 13 years but they've been awesome they're a real tight group or you know everyone gets on great together and I guess he's seeing that on the field, you know, they're able to express themselves and play their style of footy. So it's been good. Mate, I, I came over from Aussie. So, uh, you know, that had its challenges. But, yeah, I couldn't imagine coming up from Christchurch. It must have been horrific. <laughs> uh, it wasn't too bad, really. I mean, I got an apartment nice and close to the training ground, so I don't have to sit walking traffic. Big bonus. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was a plus in that, but... So that's no, why you like the place. I mean, you, at the end of the day, you're playing rugby. You know, that's what everyone wants to do. And when you're on the field, you know, it's still a bit of grass with white lines on it. You know, you go out there and you do your job and, you know, go play footy. And that's all you want to do when you're a footy player. So um, it's been good to be able to get the opportunity to uh, obviously play a lot of games and, you know, grow my game as well. Because, you know, the day you stop getting better or think you've accomplished everything is, uh, you know, the day you probably need to walk away. And so... It's been good, you know, it's uh, Leon and the coaches, you know, they challenge me every day and, you know, always got things to work on and make yourself better and help make the team better. So it's been good. Yeah, you. I mean, you came from an environment, obviously, where you had great leaders. You know, you, you, you played with Richie for a long time, played with Sam Whitelock for a long time and stuff, but now you are a leader. I mean, you captained the team against, you know, a very young team against the Tars the other day as well. How's that been for you, being able to put some of that leadership experience that you've soaked up to use? It's something that I've always enjoyed. Just being able to help people, help the younger players, even the older players, obviously to get better individually. And if you can do that, it helps the team get better. And at the end of the day is that you're in a team sport and no matter what your role is within the team, whether you're a starter, you're on the bench or you're out of the 23, you've got a job to do and a role to do to make sure that the team wins. Because at the end of the day, if the team wins, then you win individually as well. So obviously being played a lot of rugby in that, you know, you learn a few things and, um, you know, a lot of those things took me years to figure out myself. And, and, and so if I can help the younger guys sort of fast track them to understand that and improve, it helps the team. 
And at the end of the day, it's not an individual sport, it's a team sport. So, And to be able to go over to Sydney on Saturday night uh, with what a lot of people in the media classed as a baby's blues or a B team, and to get the win, that was awesome. You know, I was so proud of a lot of those guys that hadn't had a lot of time to play. You know, they hadn't had a lot of game time, and they really stepped up and, you know, they performed to the Blues standard, which um, we expect, you know, because I've been, what the media and that don't see is what they do at training. And those guys have really earned that chance to, you know, to play. A lot of them are the reason why the A team, so to speak, is able to perform week in and week out. So, and like I said, it, it's it's a it's not an individual game. It's not a 23 game. It, it, it's a whole squad game. So generally teams that I've been involved with that uh, go really well, it's, you know, because the whole squad, you know, is they're doing their job really well. So, Mate, it's a bit of a, a touching point in New Zealand at the moment. You know, you, you've performed here so well, being, a, being an older guy and a young team, and it's sort of made the difference this year for the Blues. Uh, are we letting too much experience go? Um, like guys in their prime, you know, with all that wealth of knowledge, um, like yourself, uh, are we letting them go offshore too early? I don't think that letting them go is probably the right word. It's You can't really stop them. You know, pro sport's a business. You know, years ago, you know, 15 years ago, it was all about loyalty and, you know, teams would stay loyal and players would stay loyal and they'd stay here for a long time. But now with it being a business and players are doing what's best for them, at the end of the day, money talks. You know, guys can go overseas and make more money than what they can here in New Zealand and that's what they're prepared to do. So it's something that rugby in New Zealand will always struggle with because they can't compete with overseas markets. So how you stop it, I'm not too sure. I've never had any interest going overseas to play over there. Hence why I've stayed around in New Zealand. So yeah, it's a tricky one. Super rugby is a, it's a tough sport and it's a tough sport to stay in for a number of years and I guess when players you know they get a crack and then they're on the fringe of it and they're in and out and that they just you know they go well I might as well you know head off overseas and make that money you know so any chance you're back next year we'll just have to get through these next hopefully few weeks and then reassess then but um you know I'll still love playing rugby it's got a lifespan on it so you know, you really want to give it your full go while you still can because uh, you're a long time retired and it, you got to know when to, when to leave. So, yeah, me and my family will make that decision once this is all out of the road. Mate, I can tell you, you're a long time out of the game. So if you're, if you're on the verge, I'd give it another crack, eh? <laughs> mate, it, it sounds like uh, from the outside looking in the Blues, you know, there's a real desire over the next three weeks to, to get the job done. Do you feel the momentum? Do you, do you feel the team's heading in the right direction there? Yeah, definitely. You know, while there's been some ups and downs during the season and, you know, some of those games are saying, oh, the Blues are stalling and, you know, but what the round robin does, it sets you up for the playoffs and you learn how to win games and, you know, when you put in those situations during the round robin, you're generally going to end up in the, in the playoffs and, you know, like the force game where we had to, you know, defend 30 phases on our goal line. You know, that was awesome for us to experience that in a round-robin game. And then obviously the Brumbies and, and the Waratahs where we found a way to win. You know, we got down there, we hung onto the ball and, yeah, okay, it was a drop goal to win, but that's 
finding a way to win like that is you can't teach it and you can't train it. It has to be experienced on the field. So because we've been able to, to you know, do that during the round robin, we can now, when we find ourselves in those situations in the playoffs, hopefully we're not, you know, you know that you can do it and you've done it before. So you've got that confidence. And obviously having 13 wins in a row, you've got the momentum, you know, the, the, the boys now, winning's become a habit for them and they will do anything to win, win and they'll find that way uh, to win. So, yeah, it's obviously put us in, in a good position, but uh, we obviously can't just rest on what's happened because those 13 wins now mean nothing. Uh, it's a level playing field and anything can happen in finals rugby. So we've got to prepare how we've always prepared, leave no stone unturned and, you know, head out there on Saturday and win every moment as an individual. And if we do that, we'll uh, win every moment as a team and hopefully come out on the right side of the uh, scoreboard. That's what we want to hear, mate. Of course, uh, we, Steve and I have been talking about how good it is that we're uh, guaranteed at Eden Park for as long as we're in the comp. So hopefully that means uh, we've got a grand final at Eden Park as well. And at the end of it, Luke, uh, you're there lifting a trophy. That's what we want to see. Yeah, home field advantage is massive in the playoffs. Not travelling, you know, sleeping in your own bed, you know, being around your friends and family, it's, it is huge. And obviously you add the crowd factor to that. So hopefully we get a packed out Eden Park on Saturday night that the fans and supporters don't think that, you know, it's a shoo-in and they'll come next week because you just don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, their support really does lift the boys and seeing that sea of blue out there really does perk the boys up. So hopefully it's a full house. All right, mate. And finally, before we let you go, what's the pig hunting in Auckland like? Have you ever found a spot? No, I haven't found a spot yet. I had a couple of offers to head up just north of Auckland and that, but I just uh, sort of haven't had the time to uh, take them up. I've been uh, started playing a bit of golf with the boys, so uh, that takes up spare time, and that's, yeah, hack my way around the golf course. And a few uh, swear words and a few times the clubs have gone, uh, you know, for a wee walk away from the bag, but test your mental toughness anyway hey just be very careful if you give up those sorts of things you'll be drinking soy latte soon enough up here in Auckland <laughs> no no don't worry about that I've got my bloody uh my tea bags and um never been a big coffee drinker I'm a uh yeah strictly a tea man so yeah I'm oh, nice mate nice white no sugar that's the one that's the one, that's the one. You, you don't need a sugar you got all those ginger nuts mate it's fine sweet enough <laughs> <laughs> Hey, good stuff, Luke. Thanks very much for giving us some time, mate. Uh, best of luck for you and the team uh, for the rest of the final series too, eh? No, awesome. Cheers, guys. There you go. Uh, the big bopper, Luke Romano. Yeah, big, strong man, eh? He yeah. goes good. He's a good chatter. Mate, he is a good chatter. And uh, I hope he doesn't give up the pig hunting, but... Well, he's taking up golf, mate. That sounds like he's getting ready to move to Auckland full-time. Yeah, scares. It'll scare a lot of people down south here on that. Uh, well, mate. All right, let's get our quarterfinal predictions in. Uh, so, Crusaders Reds, that's Crusaders all day? Crusaders all day. Yep. Uh, what about the Chiefs Waratahs? Uh, I'm going Chiefs. I don't think the Tars are good enough. Yep, okay. Uh, Blues Highlanders, do I need to ask? Blues. Blues. And then uh, probably the one that most people are struggling with, uh, Brumbies Canes. I'm going Brumbies. Yep. Canes are good, but I just don't think they're consistent enough against a pretty consistent Brumbies team. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, what did you make of Dane Cole's 
Um, I mentioned it with Norm sitting there and saying, saying sitting next to his coach and, and bagging the competition, saying that eight was too many finals teams. I think Dame Tolls has been away uh, from rugby a little bit too long and then realised, oh, sh- there might be microphones in front of me. And I've just said that out aloud. <laughs> the look on Chris Gibbs' face, and the, he did this. He went, <sighs> and when he went to answer the next question, yep. which I think said, more than words could have said. So it was, it was superb. Hey, Steve, been another good week, mate. Uh, looking forward to this weekend and uh, catch up with you again next Wednesday. We'll definitely be back next week. Definitely. You heard it here first. This is Blues Brothers SENZ. We do it uh, every Wednesday night from 7.30. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.